Hello, hello, climate champions. Welcome to the first ever episode of the Climate Network with me, Deepsha Dhal. I'm so happy that I could convince my guest, this particular guest, to enter into a studio to share his journey with us. The reluctant storyteller, the full-time volunteer and literary buff, Mr. Sujit Mahapatra, founder of Bakul Foundation and my first ever mentor in life. Welcome, Sujit. So, how would you like to describe yourself, Sujit? Well, um, I would. I always take pride in introducing myself as a volunteer. You know, a volunteer first, everything else later. I, I. There are times, of course, when you know people ask me, you know, what is your role in Bakul, and they use the terms founder and secretary or whatever. But a movement does not have a founder, right? So I am a volunteer there. So what I do is, you know, I often use this line for myself. I call myself a volunteer by profession because that's what I do full time and an academic by hobby. So <laughs> it's paradoxical. Normally it is yeah, an academic yeah, by profession out. and a volunteer is volunteering is a hobby for most people. I don't earn from it, but then that's something that I profess, something that I do full time. So nothing less than a profession for me. Sujit, you mentioned this uh, beautiful sentence that Bakul is not an organization, it's an idea. And it's not about a Sujit or a Deepsha, but it's about every individual small contribution. So what can a Sujit or a Deepsha do for uh, Bakul Foundation or this idea? Yeah, I mean, it's not about Bakul again, as I said, you know. Uh, I don't think anyone should be working for the organization. They should be working for the idea that Bakul is working on, you know, and that is something I would really hope. See, initially it was a big question, you know, all these are wonderful ideas, but how do you, uh, what do you do? Could you, you know? tell us a few of your ideas in the beginning? Yeah, so the, you know, the first questions were what to do, how to start. And we thought, okay, maybe some of us could go and teach, but then maybe we would be the best teachers, but how is that? making ordinary people feel that they have brought about change. It was about a Sujit bringing about change. So that is when we thought, you know, that, uh, okay, we will ask people to donate books to set up a library. So the library initiative is one of the major, you know, flagship programs of Bakul. But then the, the next big challenge was what else? You know, is it only library? Okay, we understand donating books. And we were very passionate to do things about the environment. Okay, and uh, 2009, there were all these trees that were cut down in Bhubaneswar for road widening and it was shocking. A lot of volunteers said that, you know, let's do something. But then there was this question of, okay, what could we do? And, uh, you know, because most young people with us, they have exams after a month, they have other engagements. So there was obviously a challenge of consistency, not, not I would say of intent or interest, but you know, there are challenges, right? And that is when we thought, you know, of course, there was a possibility that maybe we could plant one tree or 10 trees or whatever. But then we decided to be ambitious. Okay, we thought, and not just ambitious, because we wanted big change to happen. Right. And so we thought, okay, what can, you know, instead of just being a, doing a smaller version of what the government was doing or some corporate was doing, can we do something which was very important, but which was not happening? And that is when we th realized that a lot of people were planting trees and then forgetting about them. Okay. 
and we realize that the problem really is not about plantation. The problem is we do not have a personal connect with trees. And that is how we started what we call the My Tree campaign. You know, the tree becoming personal once again. I, I remember I was inspired by the ad of HP, the computer becoming personal once again. You know, the personal computer. So similarly, the tree being personal once again. Okay. And it was personal, right? We had a personal connection with trees. And we thought, you know, if trees can be brought back as part of culture and cultural practices, because if it becomes a part of the culture, then it automatically happens. It is not an event that you do and forget about it. It's something that you put value to. And it is a whole community that attaches value to it. So that's how we started the Maitri campaign. And we realized that a very important part of the culture is gifting culture, right? Gifting practice is a very important, significant cultural practice. And anything that you gift in any culture shows the value that the community attaches to the gift. And as a person receiving the gift, if I value either the gift or the person giving the gift, I will take care of it. Were you trying to create a cultural practice or were you trying to bring in a behavioral change as to how people look at plants and trees? Behavioral change is, becomes a cultural change, right? Behavioral change is an individual level. But when the behavior change happens at a community level, that's called a cultural change, right? See, for example, let's say moving from a dantun, a dantakati to a toothbrush is a behavioral change. At the same time, it is a cultural thing that we are now using a toothbrush instead of a uh, dantun, right? Many cultures don't use a jibochela, a tongue cleaner, but we do. So that's a cultural practice. Right. And when it becomes, for example, we don't think about brushing our teeth in the morning. That's already become cultural, culturally ingrained. Right. So it's the same way with trees. You know, we thought, you know, for example, if I'm any significant event in a person's life, why not associate a tree plantation or a tree gifting with it? Whether it is a birthday, whether it is anything. Right. So, so that's how the My Tree campaign uh, started. How did you get people to be a part of this? Uh, campaign because okay. it says my tree that's right so we did many things you know uh, see a very interesting thing I will tell you is which is intrinsic to the buckle way of doing things and that is we try and ensure that we do not fall into the trap of instruction overdose you know unfortunately very our society suffers from instruction overdose there's so much of do this do that don't do this don't, don't do, do that. that you know it just goes through one year and goes out of the other correct so in fact when we started the mind tree campaign one of our volunteers said let's have the slogan abe sala gacha laga no abe sala ped laga you know the reason plant a tree save the world you know these are all cliches no no not just preachy it's also become cliches you know and and that is so how do you bring creativity into it and that is when we thought just think about the act of gifting a plant. You know, if I gift you a plant on your birthday without any words being spoken, okay, the message goes. I say nothing. I just, just the act of gifting a plant tells more about the importance of planting trees than any words can. And maybe someone sees it and just likes the idea. Wow, that's a cool idea. I can do it. I remember being a part of the Maitri campaign the first year, I think 2009, 10. And... Um, we were celebrating fake birthdays in Cafe Coffee Day because that was the only cafe that was there. Uh, what we used to do was uh, get a group of uh, volunteers to go and pretend to have a birthday party where we gift the 
birthday boy or birthday girl uh, sapling and then that uh, the volunteer used to go around the cafe getting blessings for the sapling from all the coffee connoisseurs sitting in ccd having their cup of coffee and it was hilarious because people would then come up to us and uh, have photo ops and then we didn't have instagram or it was orkut and facebook right and uh, i think that was a beautiful way of disseminating the information yeah in fact so we got inspired see we always think about how do you pass the message you know without being preachy without instruction overdose so uh, there was a concept that we had so bakul has been a platform for experimenting lot of ideas so one of the ideas that we had experimented earlier was a concept called invisible theater where you do theater but no one knows that it is theater so so that is how the fake because we realize okay we want to people to feel you know the the uh, objective of the maitri campaign when we started was how to plant this idea in people's minds that when you have to give a gift you can think of a tree you know for example does a thought come when i have to think of a gift when i think of a gift for anyone let's say it's your birthday and i'm thinking about what do i give deepsha what do i give deepsha does a thought come that i can also gift a tree and so we thought okay how many birthdays in which we can actually do that and if we have volunteers so we thought okay whenever we go out we anyway hang out why don't we use it as an opportunity to create awareness right but then in most other cases we didn't actually do that because when you go around asking people to bless the plant somewhere they understand that okay this is part of a campaign right so how it worked in most other cases is just do it and come out and forget it act as if nothing else happened so what happens is then people you're normalizing the act of gifting a plant but the moment in a public space like a, we've done it in movie theaters also during the intermission right 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 okay so the moment you gift you know gift a plant and you say happy birthday and do a little photo shoot which is a normal thing in a birthday celebration you are automatically getting attention of everyone around they see that a birthday is being celebrated and a tree is being gifted you mentioned it was a non verbal uh, movement or a campaign what did you do to make it verbal and uh, visually verbal at that see of course the gifting of plant was the non verbal act you know uh, what i said not that there was no verbalism or no verbalizing because there are times when you have to talk about it talk about the idea and then we were you know struggling with the idea of how do we talk about it without being preachy you know because there was so much of talk that was happening and and children are major uh, constituency that we work with right so that is when someone said that you know why don't we think of a green superhero okay uh, because a sujit or a deepsha telling going and telling children would seem like talk but what if there is a superhero that comes and you know tickles the imagination of the children and talks about these things right all so, hail daddy loku the tree man that's right so that is when we thought about this green superhero called which we initially called the tree man right and the tree man uh, it was a very simple idea we thought uh, uh, we were very clear from the beginning that remember the idea of bakul was how every individual can be the agent of change so the legend of daddy loku was also that the spirit of daddy loku enters into different people for everybody who do not know daddy loku could you please explain what daddy loku means what oh, is yes. it yeah, yeah, who yeah. is it yeah 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 so we started it as tree man and we were clear that you know it can the tree man we didn't want the name tree man because we wanted the green superhero to be gender neutral 
okay uh, and we felt that the spirit of daddy, you know the the green superhero can enter into different people so there was this festival called sargi full uh, you have been a part of it you know the tribal children's festival organized by the government where we conduct lots of workshops so there was a creative writing workshop soon after the maitri campaign started in 2010 and uh, we did a workshop to create stories on this green superhero and we said okay we have to give a name and we wanted a local name a name in odia but all the names that we were coming up with sounded very uh, they were not cool you know brukhya manaba gachha manisa we didn't like it now these are remember these were tribal children from different communities and one of the girls she came up with this name called daddy loku okay which is which means tree man in the kui language you know the language spoken by the kondhas yes. okay and then the first question i remember i had was does loku necessarily mean a man and she said no it is like loko right so it can mean man it can mean woman i said absolutely, perfect absolutely. and it was so cool and uh, you know funky so that's how the name daddy loku stuck on i mean the my my favorite take away from the last 15 years of bakul being a bakul volunteer is that one day and that one event when i was daddy loku and nobody recognized me but they recognized me as obviously daddy loku happiest yeah, that, day of my life yeah that that's that's the idea because if people recognize you as uh, deepsha then uh, you know it it's failed so when you are the superhero you are the superhero i remember it, you know it reminds me of odissi dance kelucharan mahapatra dancing where uh, or his disciples dancing when someone would become krishna dance as krishna before the dance you know kelucharan would go and actually touch their feet and say that for me you are not deepsha the dancer anymore you are lord krishna so it is like that you know you become the superhero you imbibe it and my biggest regret is i've never been daddy loko again Yeah well you know who knows uh, you don't need to do much more for the spirit of daddy loku oh, to enter no. into you again <laughs> I I hope this podcast is enough for daddy loku to bless me with the spirit of daddy loku <laughs> Who knows maybe Suji so, daddy loku and the maitri campaign has uh, existed for about 15 years now you started in 2009 What is the status today what are you doing to keep up that spirit what are you doing for uh, the x factor well uh do they still call it the x factor i know i don't know <laughs> i'm old school i'm sorry <laughs> okay. i'm old school right uh see it's interesting when we started the the maitri campaign most people didn't understand most people don't understand most of the things that bakul starts you know and they always say that it's not going to work whether it is volunteerism or it's the maitri campaign so that time the entire discourse was on plantation so when we started talking about a subculture around trees uh, you know cultural practices okay most people thought you know what are you talking about like you are talking about tree plantation right we said we are talking about tree plantation but we are not talking about tree plantation the way you are thinking it to be right and we are talking way. about yeah and we are talking about it being linked to a person's life whether it is planting a tree in the memory of my beloved grandmother who passed away or uh gifting a tree at the birth of a child or whatever you know so uh now that was something that people didn't understand but now if you see you know i feel something i feel very proud about it that 15 years back people didn't understand what we are talking about but we have been able to change the discourse now now the entire discourse has shifted from plantation to talking about cultural practices about 
factories. Now, if you see, uh, in most events, bouquets have been replaced with tree gifts, you know, saplings. So that is a significant change, you know, which was not there earlier. I mean, initially, I remember when I would go and gift trees, some people would feel embarrassed, you know, what would people yeah. think? But the more you see people gifting trees, uh, the more normalized it becomes. You know, you don't think people are going to judge you. Rather, and rather it's become the thing to do. But if you look at it, what has happened in these 15 years is that uh, a lot of gifting of trees happens, but it is still not personal. It is still more on stage that happens. Like it's it's a way of saying that, you know, you stand for the environment. So it's a public right. posturing, but it is not part of the life as much. So uh, one of the things, again, of course, that I feel very proud of is that uh, we had this idea to have a memorial avenue, right. you know. Uh, like I just mentioned that, you know, uh, a tree planted in the memory of someone. And uh, I remember many years back, I had discussed with the forest secretary and he loved the idea. So he started something called Smriti One, which has become a big success Correct. on the outskirts of Bhuvaneshwar, which is a memorial garden. So things like that have happened. So there has been a significant, a lot of people who have been following our campaign credit us. You know, they tell us that, you know, Sujit, you were talking about it when no one else was and you started this and look where it has come. But at the same time, uh, you know, we feel that this year being the 15th year, uh, we are trying to give it a lot more push. Uh, so one of the things that uh, we are doing is now we are trying to talk about plantation, but we are trying to talk about plantation in a different way. And we are saying, we are talking about parenting a plant. Very so we are trying to, so one was Very of course gifting of plants. So that campaign is going on and we are now, you know, doing it throughout the year, connecting it with different other events that happen, cultural events where gifting anyway happens. We just had Raksha Bandhan where we said, you know, gift a plant. I saw the pictures and the videos. Yeah, right. But at the same time, then we said parenting a plant. And as parenting a plant, you know, so the whole focus we are shifting, uh, we did an adopt a tree campaign. And we have planned to do it every year where either you adopt, you know, you parent a plant directly at home or wherever your own space, or you can adopt a plant and, you know, be a foster parent. Okay. So that is something that we, we planted over 300 trees and we found foster parents for them. At the same time, we found caregivers, local caregivers who will take care of the plants. Very nice. That solves your taking care of the plant. Exactly. So, so just as you adopt a child, there are local caregivers and there are foster parents. The same policy here with trees. And what is interesting is a lot of people planted trees there uh, for their beloved. You know, for the love to grow. Valentine's for, Day. You've no, Valentine's gifting, Day is different. You've been gifting course, rose yeah, plants, that, yeah. That is there. I mean, we say, why gift only a rose? Gift a rose, rose, rose. Correct. Gift a rose plant, right? <laughs> I, I remember the tagline and we laughing about it. Saying, yeah, yeah there's, there are too many roses in this rose, rose. Sentence. But you know what, what? When we started this campaign in 2009, since you talked about the Valentine's Day, the cost of a rose plant with a rose was actually... Less Cheap. than yeah. the cost of a cut rose. So Correct. it was like you cut the rose from the tree, from the plant and it, the cost increases because, but now that has changed, you know. Uh, but yes, coming back to uh, this. So we had the adopted tree, the parent a plant campaign. This, the, you know, in the 15 years, one occasion in which gifting, if a gift is given and have seen a 99% uh, 
a success that is gifting a tree on the birth of a child you know like you know yeah. we have this concept of ecoisia or right. the first birthday if i've gifted a tree whether they have space or not and by tree by the way i'm not talking about a portable plant i'm talking about a tree growing plant something that grows up to be a large tree if i've gifted to anyone whether they have space or not i have always seen that that tree has been planted and nurtured because there's an association with the child that is why this month in august we are starting the twin tree campaign oh wow what is that so the idea is that we have already talked to capital hospital right and so when there's a newborn baby we will gift go and gift a tree to the parents of the newborn baby and tell them that this tree is now the twin of your child and they grow up together oh wow and if we can establish that then that could be a cultural change so that is something that uh, we are doing now very recently also you know we had this big campaign we just got done with rakhi and we had this campaign called maitri bandhan so a lot of people have been tying rakhis to trees okay but then remember it is always a few people like a sujit and a deepsha going and tying rakhis to trees but that's not the idea of bakul remember what i said right. the idea is how can we do what others can do so we made an an appeal to ch- people children in particular right said that let's celebrate maitri bandhan and hundreds of children have been sending us photos and videos of tying rakhis to trees and plants at home or in their vicinity and oh, wow. that is important oh wow so what would you say it was the tipping point for uh, bakul when the magic moment when uh, ideas or trends or social behaviors cross that threshold or that tip and spreads like wildfire i believe it's now a wildfire you have hundreds of stories about maitri campaign being shared by uh, non volunteers as well as volunteers so what was that tipping point for you and bakul uh, no i would say that we have not reached the tipping point yet because the moment we reach the tipping point i think we can then rest assured that we don't need to pursue it anymore because once it crosses the tipping point it acquires a scale life of, of its, its own, own. A life of its own yeah. so from the in fact it's interesting you use this phrase because from the beginning of the maitri campaign that is what i keep telling our volunteers that we need to keep pushing it keep finding creative ways of communicating this till we reach that tipping point we just have to push it and i think maybe we have come halfway okay but wow. a little because see as i said are you know are you being too hard on yourself or are you being honest i'm being honest see as i said you know if if we have reached the tipping point i will feel that we need to move to some other cause from whatever you have described maitri campaign seems like a very creative way of going forward with a movement or a campaign could you tell us a few more uh, examples of how you have used creativity in your campaigns yeah you know it's very interesting that you mentioned this uh, because that's very core to our way of doing things you know i keep talking about the bakul way of doing things because remember some a point that i mentioned earlier a very important which informs all our uh, strategies and that is that our society suffers from instruction overdose so it's a question of you know how do you attract attention how do you get people to notice and to engage with what you're doing that is the most important thing yeah. right because i talk to people most people they say okay uh, what do you do they say we do rallies so i say okay have has it ever happened that you've been on a roads and you've seen some other people doing a rally and it has impacted you and they said no so then i ask 
well, if no other rally has impacted you, why would your rally impact others? So, so it becomes a lot of work that we do to create change. It becomes a checklist activity, right? right? It's not really doesn't really have an impact. So, so that is how we start thinking. You know, what can we do? So we thought that okay, let us just make trees easily available to people and talk about. So, you know the. Like I mentioned, Daddy Loku was a way of getting an opportunity to talk to people, but children. So we thought about how can we talk to adults about trees. Are about, you talking about tree for free? Yeah, in fact. So that was an excuse. It was an excuse. Absolutely fun event. Absolutely. Every no, time. now now most people, of course, would be listening, would be thinking that okay, what is fun about a tree for free? So what we used to do is go around in a gadagadi, a bullock cart, in the middle of the city, Bhubaneswar, with young people. Teenagers, college students on the bullock cart and around it shouting "Gotcha, no ba gotcha," and giving away trees for free. But you know, the tree for free was an excuse. People used to come wanting trees, but then when our volunteers engaged with them, they talked about the importance of gifting trees, about you know cultural practice of how they can plant a tree on the birthday or gift a tree, etc., etc. So, so we have been using mechanisms like this, you know, getting attention. So, someone asked me that, uh, what what is your opinion about theater? I said we don't necessarily have to do a theater which has an act one or a scene one and a scene two on stage. Or But, like a nukkad natak at that. See again, the problem with the nukkad natak is we have done nukkad nataks, but then uh, you know what happens in a place like Bhubaneswar is if if you do a nukkad natak anywhere. You will do for a minimum of ten minutes, right. you know, around ten minutes, let's say. But unfortunately, most people who see more than three minutes are actually the actors and their friends. That's true. That's and true. that is the unfortunate part. And that is why you know we use things like the bullock cart, uh, you know, the show. I'll tell you, since you mentioned Nukkad Natak, uh, we wanted to do something on World Water Day, uh, and this goes back to two thousand thirteen for the first time. I remember. uh we wanted people in bhubaneswar to just think that water is a concern because we are very pampered we lead right. pampered life we don't ever think that water is an issue and it is such a big issue right so we thought okay if we do a nukkad natak it will only be a few people because see the problem with our society is hum sab janta hai the moment you figure out what's happening you lose interest so the challenge here is how long can you engage them till they have figured out what is happening basically keep them curious exactly so that is when we decided you know we did something which some people would call a living theater uh, it was not a nukkad natak but very theatrical and very interesting we hired an ambulance and that was a time in bhubaneswar the most happening place in terms of crowds was the place around the inox the first inox in shahidnagar because you had the shahidnagar market and you had the mall and the crowd there we hired an ambulance and the ambulance at 5 o'clock in the evening it when it was a peak time and crowded and people can see it stopped with all the sirens wailing in front of the theater and everyone i could see hundreds of people whoever i could see everyone was glued to what is happening why did an ambulance stop it's not a hospital right and then a stretcher came out and there were people wailing and people were trying to figure out what is happening by the time they figured out that you know we had this huge sculpture a drop of water which was carried on the stretcher by the time people figured out that okay people are mourning the death of water <laughs> the scene changed so water died 
water died. But remember, by the time people understood that water has died, okay, it is this, everyone expected us to do some bhashan bazi. And they asked, okay, what are you going to speak? But we changed the scene. Then it became a memorial service. So people, okay, what is happening now? Okay, so there was a photo with Mala and all. And, you know, people come and pay respects. So, so a it memorial was like, service for water. A memorial service for water. <laughs> right. So you had the funeral procession cut memorial service. By the time people figured out that it was a memorial service for water, then we had the post-mortem report. So everyone, you were also one of them, I remember, holding, we had the printouts, okay, we didn't, uh, where we talked about, you know, important shocking fact sheets we had on, you know, how many people die because of water sanitation uh, diseases. Hard hitting facts. Yeah, hard hitting facts, we had that. And then we had something called Jal Bandhan. Like you have Raksha Bandhan where the sister ties a Rakhi to the brother who promises to protect her. So we had Jal Bandhan. So you go and tie a blue Rakhi uh, to someone and that person, you know, promises to save water. And then that person ties the Rakhi to the someone chain else. chain effect. In fact, though we were repeating this activity, we had initially done this activity in a village as a water sanitation project. I mean, I understand when uh, you say water memorial in an urban setting, yeah, it's hilarious, it's catchy, it's quirky. But how do you do uh, like a skit in a village, in a rural setting where you're there to teach about water and sanitation? Can you elaborate on that? Well, uh, it's not really a challenge uh, that in villages because... See, nature is much more a part of life of people in villages than it is in the city, right? We are disconnected. I mean, for us, water is something uh, which comes from the tap. You ask a lot of young people. But then for villages, water source would be the nearby stream. They may have pipe water, but they also have uh, a nearby stream that which they uh, use. You, you can know. see the point of origin. You can see the point of origin or whatever, right? So, but then they have other challenges. There are other challenges, you know, things that we take for granted here. For example, we worked in Ganjam, a district which is notorious for open defecation. Okay, there is someone, uh, you know, Joe Madiath, who founded Gram Vikas, who was a partner. And he has this wonderful saying, you know, he says that a very simple thing, people have this belief, cover the face and bear the base. You know, <laughs> so open defecation on the roadside and people just forgetting, okay, no one sees us. So they don't know who we are. Right. And here, uh, when we worked with Gram Vikas and we worked with One Drop, which is the sister concern of Cirque du Soleil, which is, uh, you know, so One Drop because of its... Uh, is it the Canada-based organization? Yeah. So Cirque du Soleil, you would know, is the largest circus in the world. And because it believes in the modern circus, which is spectacular. So One Drop believes in arts-based approach to creating awareness. Oh, wow. Right. And I remember 2010-11 when we were very young, very little we had done. We didn't even have a website. They discovered us. So I have to give hats off to them because they were looking for partners who believe in change through it? the arts. I don't know. I don't know. They, uh, it's their uh, good work uh, that got us them to us. Very interesting. Uh, but something, and it was a great connect. You know, till then we had not done a funded project. It was a great connect because we believe in, see, uh, as I was suggesting to you earlier, a lot of attempts at change fail because there's no creativity in the campaign. Right. Uh, and we always say that uh, an image speaks more than a thousand words, but we don't engage with images. And remember, again, a point I just made that you can engage people till you think that, you know, till they've figured out what you're doing. Right. 
right so they give us a simple brief we want you to we want 100% of a village to move to toilets from open defecation so an entire village you know and uh, this was one village or multiple there were multiple villages you know see the difference between uh, uh an individual household building a toilet and a village being open defecation free so if a village is to be open defecation free that means everyone has to use toilets right, right? and because the germs are still there if some people are defecating in the open and uh, they gave us that brief and i must give it to them that they agreed to a very radical approach okay radical approach because you know in europe or in the west they used to a very structured thing you know exactly what is going to happen and we came up with a very organic approach we said we will have this very old world methodology and uh, and that's a great strategy that worked we said we will not educate the villagers on water and sanitation you know that and that's important to our approach see it remember the line i said earlier it is not about a sujit and a deepshad trying right. to create change so we said we will use the villagers to educate others <laughs> right so that's an important who was educating the villagers see if i bring you on board to educate others you will automatically get educated but what happens is in most attempts at creating awareness we seem to be the agents and they are the passive subjects correct so we wanted to break that because that does so not this work this is more like a partnership or a collaboration exactly no it is it is like you're co-opting them like we mobilize volunteers we are mobilizing the villages so you know when initially we went to the village and there would be the intermediary the host organization would go and introduce us as okay they have come from the city they are they will tell us you know our problem so we would just go and say no 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 that is not what see we don't know anything about the problems of your village you know that we are just concerned about water and sanitation and we, we want to know what are your concerns and we will be here to help you address those concerns so we didn't create any change we didn't create any awareness what we did was shall we use art shall we do a painting to do this who is interested come on join us okay we said uh, we want to create stories who is interested in working with us to create a story right and what we did you know most people what they do is they go to the village do an awareness project and return we didn't do that we stayed in the village for 6 days in each village we stayed for 6 days we had a library there now you would say what oh, wow. what does a library have to do with uh, awareness on water and sanitation trust you know so the problem with a lot of interventions is they're so narrow you just you want to achieve water sanitation you talk only water sanitation you know what is important you created a sense of ownership no see an important point i'll add here every you know this is something i keep repeating each of us has things that we know we should change okay and there is no dearth of people who who keep telling us change this let's say smoking you know let's say someone smokes and everyone is always telling that person now the person what happens you instruction overdose you listen through one year it goes out through the other you only allow a person to change you if you trust the intentions of that person so what is most important in a lot of attempts at creating awareness in villages is do they trust you do they trust your intentions so what happens you know it's a wonderful case of design thinking you know you uh, you have a library there people trust okay they are they are here for a an agenda they have an agenda but they're here for us they want children to read 
and everyone values education right absolutely and not only that and every day in the evening you know we would screen films okay oh very interesting on what on water sanitation okay and generally initially we also started with feature films now what would happen is see in a village again if you go and ask in a village where do we screen we want to screen a film where do we screen typically the space that they will suggest everyone will say is a upper caste dominant space that is where all the jatras all the natakas everything happen but since we were there for 6 days every day we could go to a different sahi to a different colony now when you do a film screening and ganjam by the way is close to andhra pradesh okay the impact of cinema is huge they don't have theater so on a big screen you show a film okay in the other sahi where nothing ever happens automatically you on their side you know you they they are with you they are open about what are the real problems okay and not only that we had a photographer so it was like a caravan that went in there was a photographer there was a filmmaker there was an artist but we never told one drop that what we are going to come out with okay that was very organic okay now when there was a film screening now we also showed photos so people loved seeing their own photos on the screen so the film screening or the photo and the excuse so once you have the screen you can show the photos also that got all the people together so and at the end there was a premiere in which a film shot in the village was screened so it is a case of the village you know it was like a village festival Very right interesting. for the 6 days and did you have follow ups as well to see whether the whatever you had started was being retained yeah i mean of course there was a host organization because see we didn't go by ourselves there was a host organization already working and they identified the most difficult villages where they were having problems in mobilizing people see like i'll give an example you know there was this particular village where this old man just refused i said he said if everyone else does toilets i will not do toilets because they had reported me to the police for uh some forest uh, crime and i went to jail because of that so i am not with the others so i just went and talked to him and i said you know that uh, see uh, you know you are like my grandfather and i have seen how my grandfather you know forget the rest of them okay you needed more than the others because of your uh, age because of your age and i talked about my grandfather and suddenly he hallucinated and he said that yes i remember i have been to your house i had gone to bhubaneswar oh, and i let him believe that <laughs> no that's and when i was leaving you won't believe it he had uh, tomatoes and other vegetables from his farm from oh, his wow. uh, garden which he gave to me so i knew that now whether others do it or not he is definitely going to do it so it was at that intimate and close level so was it just the village elders who were refusing or was, did you see like a resistance from the rest of the community i understand they loved the idea of a festival uh, of painting together or watching movies but uh, was there resistance from the community itself no 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 see everyone wanted it see there were other challenges see there would be some people who don't have the resources for the toilets Right. So everybody was willing for the change there was nobody to bring in the the knowledge or the Yeah knowledge. more or less more or less they understood they see see it's it's a question of you have to motivate them you know see everyone knows the importance of this see behavior change is not about it is just about you being too casual about it you're not doing anything about it it is not that you don't know that you're supposed to do it right but uh see uh very important thing is we attach their own pride to this and okay. and a very important point i'll tell you when when we make 
the villages, the ambassadors of the water sanitation project, not we becoming the ambassadors, but we being catalysts and they being the ambassadors, then we used to tell them, well, you are saying all this now, you have to walk the talk, right? Absolutely. So the important point is, so the more you create ambassadors of something, see anyone who becomes an ambassador, like Deepsha, if Deep, the spirit of Dedi Loku has entered Deepsha, I'm sure Deepsha before being Dedi Loku and after being Dedi Loku is changed. Absolutely. You will feel conscious that I have, the spirit of Dedi Loku was in me, I have to embody that spirit in some way. Correct, absolutely correct. I ensured that our campus had uh, dustbins after I had become Daddy Loku. So it was a huge university with 22 colleges and there were uh, dustbins every 100 meters. And that was installed because of Daddy Loku. Uh, do I get brownie points, Daddy Loku? Am I getting the spirit? Well, I'm not Daddy Loku. <laughs> I'll pass on the I'm information. Just, I'm just asking Daddy Loku in, in general, not you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I genuinely believe that uh, Bakul not just creates change, but also creates a change within. Um, personally, as a volunteer, uh, when I started, I was in school. And today, who I am, what I am, and my, my perspectives, my ideologies are very much influenced by Bakul. Not just the idea of Bakul, but the volunteers have met at Bakul. Um, you gave us a platform the way I see it, to explore our creativity and our ideas. And uh, I think Bakul has made each and every volunteer a leader in itself or herself or himself. Was it by design? Because there's a lot of design thinking going around now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, you know how we took the name Bakul, right? And why we took the name Bakul. Yes. I mean, uh, the... Bakul Van Vidyalaya, Bakula Vana Vidyalaya, the school in a grove of Bakul trees started by Gopundu Das, the Gandhi of Odisha. You know, the two reasons why we took the name, one was a school that could start in a Bakul Van, or in a Van is a symbol of what can happen with minimal resources. You don't need lakhs of rupees to start a school. Two, the idea behind the school was not just to teach children but to create the future leaders of the state. Oh, and that wow. is what we were trying to do with our volunteers. Right, see, the thing becomes exponential. You know, it becomes a movement, not with a few people leading it, but when each of the persons who becomes a part of it becomes a leader by himself or herself, right? So, and I always say that Bakul is a great place for leadership because we are very ambitious, like we're trying to create cultural change. Like everything, you know, that we do is very ambitious. Like, creating a cultural change around volunteerism, creating a cultural change around relationship with trees, creating a cultural change around reading, you know, and cultural change can only happen uh, through a movement, right? And with hundreds, thousands of people coming together, lakhs of people coming together. So uh, we have, we are very ambitious. We have wonderful opportunities and there is no one to lead. So you're thrust into leadership, you know, and, the thing about Bakul is, you can, it is up to you, you can be as big a leader as you want to be. Because, because of the way we are doing things, there's a lot of goodwill. Everyone knows us, you know. So access is not a problem for us. The problem is, we are as good as the leaders with us. You know, I think you are a wonderful example of that. See, you have been with Bakul for so many years. And that is what, uh, you know, 
we can do much more things when we have people like you who have been associated with us for a long time. Then three years back when we started YCLAP, the Young Climate Leaders Action Project, right? The idea was to create climate leaders and not just, but here it was a conscious attempt, uh, which we collaborated with the US consulate, that uh, it is not just that these young people that we are selecting will be working on Bakkul projects, like the Maitri campaign or the water sanitation project. We wanted them to, you know, go to the next level, develop their leadership where they can initiate and lead their own action projects. But then we needed mentors. Now, because you were there, you have been involved with us, because we could find mentors, we could have them. And just imagine with the kind of people who were there, our volunteers and with your mentorship, right? When uh, the Climate Action Champions Network happened at a Absolutely. South Asian level, three of the 25 people from India, three of the 100 from all the countries are Bakul volunteers. Absolutely agree. Right? So that's a wonderful example of that. I think, I, I think the great thing is not just that, you know, they're working on environment. I see a lot of Bakul volunteers starting enterprises of their own. Because I remember, I mean, you were one of the founder members of Broken Scooter. And I remember your co-founder actually told me this line that when he started, when you guys started Broken Scooter, he said, you made it possible that, you know, things can happen with minimal resources, that you have the idea, you can do it. So I think I, I feel proud 20, about 21 it. 2021 when we, when we went into the venture. So you start young. <laughs> Yeah. In Bakul, you start young. Yeah, because you are doing leader, you are leading a campaign, you are Absolutely. leading things, and you learn how day things can service, happen. We were just 18 when we did International Day of Service with uh, 30 cities. Exactly. I mean, and people would think that, okay, it is something which came from the UN or something, but no. just something that we created by ourselves. And we did it in a month. Exactly. So, so I think the broken scooter happened just after the first time we did the International we Day of in Service. Ourselves. Exactly. Think, uh, and uh, you believe that you can change the world. And that's true. That's true. Uh, it gives you a self of, uh, I don't know, delusional uh, confidence that you are here to make a difference. If not us, who? If not now, when? That's right. In fact, when we started Bakul, that initial mailer, you know, there was a mailer with which we started. And there was this line. It is not original. It has been used for centuries. But look at the arrogance of this statement, which I love. You know, it's a belief that you can change the world and a belief that you have to do it. Because, see, you know, I always tell our volunteers, uh, you know, if it is so difficult to bring about change, it is more all the more reason that we are doing it. You know, there has been no dearth of people in the world trying to bring about change. But there's a big dearth of people who have persisted. And if we don't do it, who will do it? If it has waited for us to do it, that means it is all the more necessary that we do it. And if we don't do it now, and I think climate change is the best example of that. You know, if not now, when? If not us, who? Well, Sujit is too humble to do a proper shout out. So I'm going to do it for him. Please do follow Bakul Foundation and Bakul Library on Facebook and Instagram. Bakul also has a beautiful YouTube channel with tons of creative storytelling and volunteering activities. Do follow, like and share. Until next time, this is Deepshadhal.